What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast from AM to PM. I didn't take a drink after that. Cheers. So. Hi, guys. Welcome. We miss you guys. I have a pink one because it's got a spill-proof lid just in case things get crazy around here. <laughs> There's lots of gear. Yes. Things. All the electronics and everything. So, uh, Priscilla actually put the word out on her on your Instagram, right? I did. Yeah, I asked on my Instagram stories, and you guys had a lot of questions. So, some of them we will cover here. Some will be covered in my new Tuesday Night Live that I will be doing on my YouTube and Facebook page, Silla Stuff and Things. I'm going to plug myself real quick. Yes, go check those out. So, yeah, um, but... We had a few that we thought we would talk about here. So did you want to hit on the marriage ones? Yeah, that okay. sounds good. All right. We're not going to use names because I, you so, guys. Some are real specific. Yeah, and you guys, I don't want to cause any issues. Like, what if your husband was like, why are you asking them for marriage advice? Right. <laughs> you know. Well, we just so. think they got it together. Right. We don't. We don't. Um, I mean, we have, we have. A great marriage. Uh, I was just thinking about it tonight. You know, we're doing the dishes together, and I'm like, it's like that stupid stuff you see in, like, the, you know, do dishes together and talk about your day. Like, the, you know, the <laughs> the marriage books or whatever, and you're like, yeah. who wants to do that? Like, she's going to prop her phone up and watch TikTok, and I'm going to, you know, listen to a YouTube video or whatever. But that's, you know, it's something that we did. And I'm like, oh, we're, we're marriage goals. Yeah, so it's I, We do have a good relationship. We do. It hasn't always been awesome, though. No, of course not. And I think everybody has not just rocky patches and some, I I don't know, maybe some people don't. I think if they don't, like, how do you know you're going to, you can make it through the hard stuff if you haven't been through some hard stuff. So that's kind of scary too. Right. Well, and we got married so young. I mean, we were 19. Yeah. Had you ever lived with, I had never lived with anyone, like boy or girl. Have you met my mother? (laughs) But you had roommates, like. At one point, right? And then yeah. you lived, you were in the barracks. Yeah. And on a ship. Yeah. So I only had, like, I lived in a college dorm room, but it was, like, separate right. dorm rooms. So I still had my own space. So I think that was a huge deal. And I'm an only child, so I was spoiled, and I didn't have to share anything. See, I, I was always sharing my things. Yeah, so. and so it's hard. And then when we got married... He went off, like, what, two weeks after we got married? You left to go underway because he was in the Coast Guard. Yeah, for two months. So here I am, newlywed, pregnant. So we're we're going, we're going doing the first year of marriage advice I think question? so. Okay, yeah. perfect. I like it. All right. So um, we got married in March. He left in April to go underway. I He moved me to Virginia. I had never been to Virginia before. We had a townhouse that was on the water. It was beautiful. It was on the um, Fort Monroe Army Base. Yeah. Um, So we four hundred and seventy five dollars a month. Yeah, we really townhouse on the water. We lucked out with that. Yeah. But we had no furniture. We had nothing, guys. We were nineteen years old. Um, and so, like I said, well, we were broke because I think you were making like twenty two thousand dollars a year then. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was it was tough, you know. We had a baby on the way and stuff, and but I think like a lot of this is going to be <laughs> because we had no idea what we were doing, you know. No it's not idea. Something that I remember we calling my mom. I'm like, I didn't know this is what marriage was going to be like. Yeah, you know, just I didn't know that that's what it was going to be like. Um, and I have to say, now at 39, I'm so glad I'm that 38. 
that we worked through our issues and we are where we're at now. Oh yeah. You know, um, I think, and, and that's, that's like our, our advice is going to come from a place of don't do what we did in a lot of situations. Yeah. I mean, we tell Isaiah all the time, like, obviously we're grateful for Isaiah as our child, but don't do what we did. You know, we made mistakes. We got pregnant early. We got married early. Um, it could have turned out really bad. And then, you know, what, four years later, we had a child diagnosed with autism or five years, six five years. years. Um, we had a child diagnosed with autism and we beat those odds. Um, it doesn't always happen like that. But I think that us not giving up on each other, we did go to, we used, we attended a, the only marriage like counseling we ever did was a church class that we took. Remember that? The five love languages? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. And that was put on by one of your parents' friends. They were a couple. Um, and we went to that class. And I think that that helped us. Oh, yeah. And, like, and none of these things are going to be like relationship changing. Like you can't rely. That's one tip I would give. You can't rely on other people to change your relationship. Right. Um, that's just, it's not going to happen. Like I, we still go back to things that we learned in that class. But you have to apply that stuff. And that's, that's going to be on you. It really is. I mean, and you have to work together and communication is key. Asa will tell you, so I'm pretty, I'm a pretty patient person, but if I'm feeling like things aren't going the way that I feel like they should go, I have no problem speaking up. Um, we were actually joking now. with Isaiah. <laughs> I was going to say we were joking with Isaiah because when we got married, I was very quiet and subdued and almost like, oh, he's my husband and he makes all the rules. And Isaiah's like, oh my gosh, you're so not like that now. And it's, it was the good old days. It's funny because people will comment like that on the vlogs though. And they'll say, oh, Priscilla, poor Priscilla. She's so submissive to Asa. And I'm like, oh, you have no idea. I have no problem speaking my mind. I am a very strong woman. It doesn't always come through on the vlogs. Um, I also um, feel like a husband and wife should respect each other. And... You should never like show um, any tort, any type of ill will or feelings, especially in a public platform. Like I would never write a post saying, "Oh my gosh, I'm so mad." Asa did blah blah blah. Like that would not be that would not be me. That would not be something I would do. And that's something. That's how I was raised as well. Like, like I may be so mad at her. Like you know, and, and it's amazing. Isn't it amazing? Like if. If you're married or you've been married, you can be so angry with a person that you love so much. Like, I don't know that I've ever been as angry at anyone else as I have my own wife. And yeah. that's just, it's crazy how that, how that is. I think that's passion though, is a lot of it, you I know? I agree. But she is my ride or die. Like, you know, when, when Isaiah's off, you know, doing his own thing and, and who knows what the future holds for Abigail, like, you know, she is my teammate. She is my partner. She is my lover. She is my wife. She's till the very end and and I just can't I would never throw her out to the you know to the public and be like look what she did today right you know? when we I know I don't know about you but even for me I don't even tell my mom about like my mom is my best friend that's who I tell everything to but if I'm frustrated or angry with you I kind of keep it in because I'm going to forgive a lot quicker than my mom would you know she's my mom she's gonna be like well you know um and I think most moms are like that and so I just keep it within me and I get over things pretty quick. 
Um, I mean, so, you tell me about it. <laughs> well, it sounds like you're bottling your emotions. Yeah. I mean, Asa knows. Asa knows when I'm mad. But it does take a lot. Like, yeah. And I'm very, um, I am um, ridiculous when it comes to that time of the month. Like, I I lose all. I can't believe you just said that. I know. I, like, I, I, lose, I can't believe you just, like, admitted that. I lose all judgment. Can I tell the story about your when you were mad about something? Which time? <laughs> I mean, okay, so all right, so th- this is how the story went down. If you don't want me to tell it, I'll edit it out. But she says she was mad, furious about something, and one, I, either Isaiah and I were not involved in it like it was not our but it wasn't both of our faults it was one of our faults but i don't remember who and the other one was just kind of you know off to the side a little bit and might have spoken up a little for the other like they, they team up against that's not me, true y'all. we're not teaming up we were just you know it was like well you know rationally because <laughs> oh. we're not being rationally like you know trying to produce some some uh rational thought into the conversation and and she came on with a and i'm probably gonna start my period tomorrow and you're dead right but i don't care like you're still being a jerk (laughs) um yeah it's and it's it's hard guys (laughs) like i don't take any medication so many of my girlfriends take medication to help like regulate their chemicals in their body and i don't do that and i'm not like that all the time but every once in a while medication to not do that (laughs) shut up asa (laughs) um we but, have health insurance. You can get medication. <laughs> but sometimes, like, they just get under my skin. And I know it's a me thing a lot of times. But sometimes they, like, it's almost like they know, so they egg it on. So anyway, totally off subject. Um, communication is key. I feel like standing up and saying, like, this is what's bothering me. But don't just say, this is what's bothering me. Say, this is what's bothering me, and this is how I feel we could fix this. Um, I think that that helps so much. Yeah, for sure. So I would say um, listening is the absolute most important thing you can do from probably from both point of views, but definitely from my point of view. And it's easier for me to speak on, you know, being a husband because that's what I am. But listening is actually listening, hearing. Okay, so that's that's the key word here is, is hearing, not just listening, but hearing. And when I, you know, if I hear her, she knows it. If I don't hear her, she knows it, you know, it's, and that's, and that's going to be the most important thing I can, I can tell you, I don't remember one word that she said in her first year of marriage. I did not hear her. Um, I was still a kid. I was still selfish and just, you know, it was like, okay, we're married. So what does that mean? Does that mean we're like, we sleep in the same bed. You're going to make dinner. Um, we're going to hang out a lot and we get to have sex now. Like that was like, Oh, don't say that word. <laughs> I mean, that was we're like not there. that was like what I understood about marriage. You know, like that was well, and we were raised so different. Very. So you were raised in a traditional like the husband is the breadwinner. Yeah. Um, the wife stays home, and you know your mom is a domestic goddess. I mean, that's what she's done. She's a professional housewife. And I was not raised like that. My mom worked my entire growing up. And so I think that that has a lot to do with um, the way you're raised. And so even your mom and I, like, she couldn't understand my personality when we first got married. 
Um, I will never forget when we went to your dad's house because your dad's the same way. And my mother, my... Just talk about my parents right now. My... Hey, you talked about sex. I can talk about... (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's not a bad thing. It's just different, right? I mean, my mom is a working woman. Like, she's always been in a corporate job. Yeah. Um, But my... She's like a conservative feminist. (laughs) Is that even a thing? (laughs) But your... Let's see. Your stepmom. So, my other mother-in-law, Donna, um, said you she went to make your dad a sandwich and she's like, are you going to make Asa a sandwich? And I'm like, uh, I mean, he didn't say he was hungry. <laughs> like, and I'm not being rude about it, but you have two hands, two legs that work. Like yeah. if you're hungry, you can come in there and fix it. Like, and that's just not being rude. But I was like, what? Because that's not how I was raised. Obviously I take care of my family. I take care of you guys. I love cooking for you. But at that time, I was 19 years old. I'm like, what are you talking about? Make him a sandwich. Make him a sandwich. Yeah, we were we were more like passionate roommates than we were. I think that's a great way to, like, we were like passionate roommates. Well, and like you I know? said, we neither one of us. We no, and neither one of us had ever lived with anyone, yeah. especially not a person of the opposite sex. I don't know that we're providing any any value for that first. I year know, of marriage. just you're just gonna have to. We um, suck so bad at it. We did. You're gonna have to cross your fingers and hope that it works out. No. Okay, so <laughs> and, and there's probably gonna be different for everybody, uh, but one thing that that definitely stood out was Priscilla was so quiet, and that will change (laughs) but it's great like embrace it 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 is great you actually have someone that's like making decisions alongside you instead of you making a decision and her going that's stupid you know under your under breath and like it's not you know it 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 definitely makes for a much better relationship now so that that is something that certainly changed within the first the first two years you know it I was a it gradual was, thing. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it was even later than that. Yeah, but it, um, you know, I mean, I, I, we were in Virginia, and I, I got my orders, and, and uh, like, I, I even picked them, and I was like, hey, we're going to Oregon, you know? I was not happy about that. But, I mean, it's like, that's how it, and it wasn't like a dominant thing. It was just, I, I did not know how to navigate that relationship. Right. You know, I had choices of orders I had to pick. I had to pick one. I picked one. You know, yeah. it's like now, now, now like, how would you do? Oh, I gotta, I gotta call my wife. <laughs> you can't call your wife. Then I, then I quit. <laughs> Kick me out. <laughs> Cause you're no. like, none of these options are going to work for her. So right. we're going to have to go. You're going to have to put another option. Do on any here. of these have magnolia trees and no. Okay. <laughs> we're out. Um, yeah. And that's, you know, you definitely don't lose any self as marriage progresses. You know, you no. do not lose yourself at all. You, you you do kind of become more one unit um, in a lot of fronts. But then at the same time, like Priscilla will go, you know, oftentimes you'll, she'll be in the living room like once Abby goes to bed and I'll be in here or something. And we do have that time away from each other doing things that we are individually interested in. Right. Um, we still have those times. And, and it's not like, you know, we're not attached to the hip all the time. But I, I just... It just works for us. Now, on that note, being caregivers, being, you know, parents of a, of a teenage boy getting ready to go off to college and and working from home and working separate businesses and all that, um, but then also working the same business together, uh, 
we often find ourselves as roommates, mm -hmm. as business partners, and co-parenting. Well, know? and we have to check ourselves, And that's one of the things that I talk about as far as, you know, I'll say, hey, we're acting more like roommates than we are husband and wife. And we need to reel it in and make that time for each other because, you know, we were joking while we were washing the dishes. I'm like, oh, how was your day at work? You know, <laughs> how are your coworkers? Like, because we don't have that connection that we can talk about those things because we already know what's going on. Um, yeah. So you definitely have to make yourself, um, you know, go, okay, we need, tonight we need to be a married couple. So the important thing to do, though, is is to you know, recognize what, what they want, you know, what is important to them, right? Mm -hmm. Like, um, going over to their side of the court on these things, uh, you know, it, it's not enough just to say, Hey, we need more. I need more of this, or we need more of this because that really translates to like, you know, I'm, I'm a physical touch, love language type of person. So I need that, you know, and, and Asa is not a physical touch. <laughs> no, I'm not. So, you know, you, you want to be, you want to go over to, you know, meet them on their side, right? So, like, for me, it would be, like, you know, I would go upstairs, maybe, you know, put out, like, like her oils or whatever, and be like, I'm going to give you a foot massage, you know, because that's that personal time together, right? Mm -hmm. And that's something that she enjoys. It's, you know, because she is, you know, physical touch, love language person. So that would be something, you know, meeting her on, on her side of the court. So um, I, I think that's necessary when you get to that point. And I think everybody does, whether you work from home together or not, everybody does. You're just like, you know, strangers passing in the hallway type of thing. Yeah. Good, good advice. Thanks. Okay. We have one other question that I wanted to touch on. Sure. Um, so finances. Okay. Um, this person asked if we had separate or combined finances. Uh, we've been married 19 years and we have always had combined finances. Right. Um, I don't even have like a private account or anything. I'm kind of boring when it comes to that. Oh, like a secret one? <laughs> yeah. Do you? No. Oh, um, okay. I mean, there's definitely stuff I try to hide from you. Like, you know, Rude. Uh, not, not like, like actively purchases. hide. I just, I might not say anything about it. Like purchases, I just hope it kind of slides. Yeah. 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 Asa is trying to slide by you, you know. Ace is the spender in our family. Not because you would ever say no. Well, that's not true. You've said no before, but not because you would regularly like. You're not going to tell me no. It's just I don't want to hear it. You know, don't want to hear it. So really, yeah, I'm going to avoid that conversation altogether. So yeah, I might, I I might use my no. credit card that you don't get the statement for. We do have our own credit cards. We do. And I'll order stuff on Amazon that you don't know, and it just shows up. Or yeah. Lane Bryant. Yeah, and I'm like, what is it? Yeah. But but we we've also never we've we never really given each other a hard time about. It. You've talked me say, out of things before, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? That's stupid. We don't. Well, need to and do the it. other thing is, we don't overindulge. Yeah. Like we stay within our means. Yeah. So it's not like an issue, you know. I I could see if it were like an issue of some. Like, I say he's the spender just because he spends more, but it's not like it's an obscene amount. Right. And and the things I spend money on, we, we can write off because it's business-related. I mean, because that's what my interest is. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, that's his excuse anyway. He's always <laughs> like, oh. Now I heard that some of my clothes can be written off because, you know, I make videos. So, Lane Bryant, watch out. Your girl's going on a shopping spree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just No, and that's, and that's the thing, like, 
and, and granted, like we're just, you know, fairly recently smart about our finances. Yeah, we were not at 19. I mean, it's hard to be Y'all. smart about what you don't have. But, um, <laughs> but I mean, you know, we have gotten the right people in place and all that. And it's, it's you know, I've learned a lot about finances. Um, really took interest in it because of, you know, planning for Abigail's future. Mm-hmm. And that was... That was super important to us. You know, now we have everything mapped out. Um, as long as everything stays on track, you know, she's good. She's good to go. And that's, so that has taught us a lot about it. But, um, so that kind of, that kind of automatically made us to where we don't live outside of our means. And that has a lot to do with it. Neither one of us, you know, spend uh, gratuitously. Um, I mean, know, like our other. financial team says that all the time that they're impressed with. Yeah. what we do with our money. Yeah. So if they're saying that, then we must be good. Yeah. And that's, and that's, you know, that was something we knew we were not good at it. Right. Um, so we wanted to bring people on that, that could help us with that. Um, you know, just like hiring a lawyer to have handle Abigail's trust and, um, and Isaiah's, uh, you know, being charged of the trust and his trust and all the money, you know, the money in the future and like, you know, taking care of her through adulthood, all that we, we're not, we have no idea what we're doing. That requires a, significant legal degree and experience and we have no idea what we're doing so getting people in place to do that but as far as personal like dividing up bank accounts it's honestly not something i ever understood i just well i knew a lot of people that did it but neither one of our none of our parents do no and we have four sets of parents between the two of us right and none of them did it um so, Money is a weird conversation to talk about your spouse with, like as far as if you had separate accounts, you mean? Yes. Yeah, I mean here's, together we talk about it all the time. Here's the reason I'm against it, and I'm not. If this is what you do and it works for you, do you do you? Of course, you know. Like if this works, I'm not talking bad about it. This is my my own perception of it, and and how I how I see it. Um, one thing I know about relationships is you, you do not want to go tit for tat. You do not want to keep score. If you're keeping score in a relationship, that relationship is doomed. You know, um, if you're if you're remembering, if you got a running tally in your head of how many times you changed a baby's diaper this week versus how many times she did, uh, that's not it's that conversation's not going to go well. Yeah, because you started counting at one, and that's the problem. You know, and 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 that's it's like that across the board. You know, neither one of us look to the other and go, and you really, what's the last time you did laundry? Because I've done three loads. We've we do not do that, and it's been so beneficial to to our relationship. You know, I, I think because no matter what situation you're in, even if things are dead even fair, you're gonna find something that you do more than your spouse, and if you let it, it can make you mad. So keeping tally like that keeping track on things it's no different than having and you know the way i think about it it could be no different than having i'm trying not to step on toes uh different than having separate bank accounts right like who bought this who bought that you know well hey can i borrow you know this to do this and well technically it's both of ours like did you pay this this week did you you know it's that's that's a whole nother set of conversations that you really I, I don't feel like needs to be had yeah I agree with that so it's funny you bring this up okay so this is kind of off topic but it, it it relates a little bit so I was actually thinking when I went to the restroom earlier about things we could talk about <laughs> and one of the things I was thinking is how you and I okay when we got married at 19 mm-hmm. you were working I was not working 
then when Isaiah got to be, I think it was like one, I went to work and you were working, right? Right. And you were gone. Like you were gone Isaiah's whole like baby time, pretty much. You were underway. Um, so that was me. Like I was a single mom pretty much of Isaiah full time. Mm-hmm. Then I did the single mom working while you were gone. And then you came back and, you know, military families can tell you it's always hard to merge the spouse back into the family because you have your routine and now you're having to add this other person and you're like, okay, this is how we do things. Make sure you don't mess this flow up. Well, then, um, I worked up until I had Abigail, right? Like while I was pregnant, I was working, you were working, we both were working. Um, then I obviously took off. We moved here. I was just thinking about all the times that then after that I worked and you worked and then I quit my job and I was a stay at home mom. And then we reversed roles and you stayed at home with the kids and I went to work and then like it went back and forth for a long time. Then we owned our shop. And so I was kind of like the stay at home mom again because you were at the shop all the time. So it was pretty much on me and now we're both at home. And so I think that's why you do a lot of hands-on with Abigail too is because you felt like you missed out on things when you were working all the time and I was the one doing things. Yeah. So now that she's older, like you kind of feel like, you know, if she were a typical 15-year-old, I wouldn't have to be doing hands-on things, right? Yeah. So we wouldn't need like a quote-unquote break. But I feel like you think – that you can help me by doing a lot of the hands-on things because I had done it for so long. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that in a marriage and obviously not everybody can like quit their job and then the husband stay home and then the wife go to work. And, but if your spouse maybe sees that you're getting that burnout, maybe if they could help with things, I think it's going to make for a better marriage because neither one of us ever let each other get burnout. Most of the day, you are with Abigail. While working. Most of the day. Yeah. Um, you wake up before I do. You wake up with Abigail. And you are with her for the majority of the day. Um, and we typically and don't I, film because we don't have bras on. <laughs> and our hair's not running around fixed. braless and all, you know. <laughs> Abby's eating cereal, running around eating cereal and... and uh, hair all a mess and priscilla's not wearing a bra it's it's chaos up in here um so yeah i mean and that, and that's the thing like she spent you spend so much time with abby during the day i just i, I get my time too yeah there, you know and that's I, that's another reason that like being like primary caregiver like when it's both of us there i'm gonna be hands-on with her because that's my time i get to spend with her i enjoy it you know i right I enjoy I enjoy putting her to bed. Yeah. I like doing it. You know, Summer was stepping in, helping taking yeah. her to bed a couple of times and I'm I'm like I'm like, Hey <laughs> This is kind of a job, you know? <laughs> Lay down next to her and she'd like reach over and boot my nose while we're trying to you know, I'm trying to get her to go to sleep. Like that was my time with her. So Well and I you know, obviously I love my time with her. I'm just more successful at being a business mom. Yeah. Like a working mom. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. Because you do the schooling and that kind of stuff right now. Sure. Her and I have the best time cooking together. And we're very, um, 
we're very good at that. But I um, definitely am more successful feeling. And obviously, you want to do things that you're more successful at. Right. That doesn't mean that I don't love being a mom. Well, I think it's a real ignorant way to look at things. If, if people look at things like, oh, you know, working mom or stay-at-home mom, and it's black and white. You know, I think it's... I think I think it's just small minded and very nineteen fifties of you if you don't realize that many households have two working parents, childcare if they can afford it, um, and they're still, you know, functioning as caregivers for their children. Like that's That's a lot that's of families. common. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like that that's just how it is. You know, you have um you know, the mom is working and being a mom, and that's what Priscilla does. Like it's um, and that's what I do. You know, right. we both work and, and, and there are times when she knows, you know, all I have to say is I've got to get this done and I have my time to get it done. And same thing for her. Yeah. It just works. It that's, does. that's the biggest thing. Okay. So this is going to circle all the way back to hearing each yeah. other. You have to hear each other. Don't just listen. You have to hear and, and understand that. Um, last tip. Final words? Got any? No. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of sprung that. I know. <laughs> um, I'm going to tell what I always say that your mom told me. So reach out to your mother-in-laws too because they can help so much. I remember your mom helping me so much. Like learn how I to communicate exactly with you. She's gonna say. She told me, you always have to love him, but you do not always have to like him. And that goes for husbands and children. Like, and that's good advice, I think. And wives. Yeah. You know, I know there's times you don't always like me, but you better always love me. <laughs> like, that was great advice I got from Jessica Lynham. Yeah. 19 years ago. Okay, so my final advice would be pretty similar. And that's just love. Because when you decide that you love someone, um, I, I don't know. We both came from divorced households. I think we both went into it with the mindset of, I, I heard there's a statistic, like if you come from a divorced household, you're more or less likely to be in a divorced relationship, something like that. But regardless, we both came into this with a mindset of like, we're going to make this work, you know? And like Priscilla said, we had our, we had our bumps and we had our ups and downs and we had our, you know, nearly marriage ending, uh, crap, you know, mm -hmm. but we were both in it uh, forever. Like we, we made that decision, I would say, year four, right? And you have to be forgiving. Year four, it was like, yeah, this is forever. Yeah. Some people, some people are not meant to be married. You just made a poor choice. I get that. Like, you know, or, everybody or involved. not even a poor choice. You just made a choice that wasn't right for you. Because right. I feel like you can always learn from a relationship, whether it's successful or not. Yeah. You know, I hate when people say like, oh, I wasted all this time. Like you didn't waste it because you definitely learned things from that relationship that you can take into a new relationship. Yes. So nothing's ever like detrimental or a, a mistake. It's just, it's going to make you grow as a person. That's how I feel. Yeah. So my, my last, you know, my final tip is just love. Um, Love the person. You Like Priscilla said, you don't always have to like them. But love them and show them that love in, in their love language. Don't forget their love language. Uh, you know, rubber feet. That's it. Guys, rubber feet. Oh, rubber feet. Yeah. I'm like, what are rubber feet? <laughs> 
like be a duck. <laughs> All right, guys. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Rubber feet. <laughs> <laughs>